minutes. Hey, y'all. Glad you're here. Chasing relevance. Hey, y'all. Thanks for being here. Scott Eastman, DR Bledsoe. We're going to be talking about dream jobs today. We're going to be talking about the, the, the things that we thought when we were kids, what we wanted to grow up to be. Uh, we want to talk about the jobs that if we could just go and do anything, like what that would look like. Would it be a professional athlete? Would it be a doctor, a lawyer, a policeman, a fireman? And we're going to talk about those and, and why. Like, um, and it's not going to be based on uh, whether or not we really could or not. Cause like talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not, we're not, we're not talking about talent here. Right. Yeah. We're talking about just dream jobs and what it would be yeah. amazing to do for a living. If we put talent and, and good looks aside, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could we do it? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, um, and then, and then we're going to kind of wrap it up with like some of the jobs, uh, maybe people we've been around, and we and, and what we've seen them do or how they did it and how that um, how if we could go back maybe like that would be something we seriously consider because of how it affected us or sure. just how we watch them do their craft um, and we'll kind of wrap it up with that but uh, yeah my man Scott um, how you doing today man I'm good it's it's it was beautiful out today yeah it was as uh, unfortunately had to venture off to the grocery store but other than right. that. Yeah, it was it was a gorgeous day. Got a lot of work done. It feels like I got a lot done, even though I didn't leave the house very much. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, we uh, we did some projects around the house, and and then uh, um, the boys are kind of working on this science kind of project thing. But then we we all went out, and uh, the boys riding their scooters literally through the little paths of uh, melted snow and asphalt. Yep. Those are available, and they were jumping snow mounds with their scooters. But no, we just were out for a while in the sunshine. It felt fantastic. Are they? Are they doing any online school yet? <clears throat> so technically, it has not started until Monday. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but we're having them um, having like a reading time. Probably. Yeah, we're having a reading time, and Absolutely. we're having them like look up some stuff they don't know about, and then talk tell us about it kind of thing. So very cool. Yeah. 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 yeah so hey, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off and uh, uh, tell us like when you were a kid, man, like or you know at whatever time that was that you you had some ideas in your head of what you thought you when wanted I, to be when you when you grew up. Yeah, when I was little, um, there was no question in my mind that I was going to be a truck driver. Nice. That was, that's what my dad did. And, and it's, you know, every summer I would go with him. And, and so, you know, from the age of probably six or seven until I was 10, 12, I guess, probably 12, he was uh, long haul. So we'd go to you know, we're sitting, we're sitting in, in Nebraska and he'd be driving to Detroit and, and Chicago and uh, Denver, Albuquerque. And uh, so for me as a kid, you know, riding in the, in the 18 wheeler was, I mean, that was like the bomb job. Roll uh, on, roll on. Yeah. It, you know, and it was, it was all of that. And then some. Um, 18 wheeler. Yes. So oddly, um, about three months ago, I heard a song that I hadn't heard since I was probably 12 years old. And it was a song that we listened to in the, in the truck all the time. Um, and it, I think it was probably timely on the radio. And then, you know, of course, he had a huge collection of uh, cassette tapes. <laughs> if anybody remembers those. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
But the song came on. Um, on uh, I was playing Alexa, and I, I always play like this old classic country because it takes me back to Waylon and Merle and all those guys, and 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 it reminds me of that. Well, this song comes yeah. on, and it's called Phantom Three Hundred Nine, mm. and it's a crushing song about this this basically a ghost driver that picks up this hitchhiker and and all this and and uh, it literally brought me to tears. Oh, I had wow. to call my dad and go, hey. I know you haven't heard this in, in probably as long as I have, but, but go on out to YouTube and, and, and look this up and see if it doesn't throw back some memories. Right. Uh, you know? And, and so he was like, he was like the, uh, the quintessential Smokey and the bandit truck driver, you know, he, <laughs> uh, he yeah. was uh, he, cowboy boots and blue jeans all year long. He didn't own a pair of shorts. He didn't own a pair of, any other pair of shoes yeah that was it it was cowboy yeah. boots and blue jeans it was 100 degrees that was what he was wearing that was it and uh so i tried to model that as much as i could up until i realized that i was i was not going to be a truck driver yeah uh, that was that was the dream it was that's awesome it was just the coolest lifestyle in my mind the, little did i realize you know the amount of time he spent away from home and the things that he missed and and all that and the re regret he had for that um, yeah, yeah, and and it's a you know a grueling job, uh, which which it's funny because we're really they're really becoming kind of the, uh, the <clears throat> bloodline of our supply chain right now with this oh, whole man. thing going oh, man. on. Thank uh, God for truck drivers. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy. What about my, you? Uh, what was your? Well, well so I got to tell you this real quick. So my mother's father, my grandpa, he was a truck driver. Yeah. And growing up, it would usually be once a summer for sure, maybe twice. But he would show up in a little town we lived in. Also, we get a phone call. He'd be like, hey, this is Grandpa. I'm, I'm, I'm just up the road a couple miles. Why don't you come pick me up? And, uh, nice. and it was the coolest thing. It was the coolest thing to, to go pick him up and, oh, yeah. and see his truck. And, yeah. and, uh, and then uh, – and then, you know, it was really cool about him was he always brought me Cracker Jacks. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Like that, that was his signature thing. Now, hey, you know, got your box of Cracker Jacks. That's funny. So when I, whenever I see track Cracker Jacks in the aisle at the store or whatever, it automatically takes me to grandpa when I was a little kid. That's so cool. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how those little things trigger emotional oh. memories? Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 That and he called me goat roper because we literally had a goat and I, I actually roped it. And, and so I actually like, that's kind of a joke for cowboys. Like, yeah, goat roper. Right, but I, actually, yeah. I actually was a goat roper. That's pretty funny. <laughs> he, called me that, he called me that before I realized it was a bad thing. Right. Right. I was going to say, we used a, a different goat term when I was in the military. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We won't share that right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, man. So, like, when I was a kid, this is no joke. Do uh, uh, you remember the show, uh, The Fall Guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Colt Seavers, right? Yeah. I might jump an open draw bridge. Yes. Tarzan from a line. Right? So, yeah, I, was... I was pretty sure I was going to be a stuntman. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was pretty sure. Because I was, like, really into, like, how big a ramp can I build? Evil what can I you? jump over? Like, I would literally ask my sister if she yes. would lay lay down there below my ramp yep. and I would jump over. She would yes. actually do it sometimes. We did that too. 
We did that with my cousins. It was insane. Yeah. So, and it was like, you know, like we had big haystacks and it was like tumbling off of haystacks and, and, you know, acting like I was doing some stunt, you know, and climbing the haystack. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. Not one little bit. (laughs) And you were like, okay, I can't be a stunt, a stunt man. So maybe I'll go ride bulls. Right. Yeah. 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 But no, it, uh, it was, man. It was, uh, I, I thought for sure that, and, and as I got a little older, I actually kind of kept having it in the back of my mind that maybe one day I'd, I'd try to figure out how to get there and get to Hollywood. And, and then, of course, then, you know, you kind of just move on and realize that's in mm-hmm. of, of just like things that are there, what you're doing. But no, that was always there. And uh, I, I still, to this day, I, I think back and, you know, that would have been a cool run to make. But that was, that was my big dream, my big dream. I mean, that and being, literally being a mountain man, like, Right. Uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Johnson, Johnson. Grizzly Adams. Yeah. You know Grizzly Adams? Yes. Okay. So like those kind of dudes. He was like my hero. Yeah. Like those kind of dudes were like awesome. And really all I really wanted to do was be able to be that close to a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. I really just yeah. wanted to be friends with a grizzly bear. I just wanted to be able to grow that amazing beard. Yeah. Right. And I still can't. <laughs> I just, it's, I I'm shaved still off about four years ago. I had a big, I had one down to like here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see all these, you know, man beard, <laughs> That's funny. trim your beard commercials. And I, it oh, just yeah, makes sure. me sad because I, I can't even grow a beard to trim. <laughs> That's awesome. ah, it's so. funny because you, the other day when we were talking about, we were going through our bios and talking about our careers and you, you started talking about moving to the ranch with the boys and, you had yeah. one, one, and one on the way, and I instantly thought of uh, the Wilderness Family, right? And, I, and I, that's what I had pictured in my head the whole time you were talking about it. Yeah, great show. We I just watched it with my boys. We watched like there's like one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. There's quite a few. Yeah, of them. yeah, yeah. And we watched we watched them all with my boys like this fall and winter. Actually, that's awesome. We'll go back and find those old school movies. And yeah, like right absolutely. now, we're, we're we got we just got Hulu watching some of the old school like sitcoms. Yeah. Um, Urkel. My boys are watching Urkel right now, and they actually are getting a kick out of him. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, man. So that that was kind of it. Um, what about your dream job? Like like you know, since you become an adult, like what what is something like if you could do anything that you think would be amazing? Like and and you got to list two or three of them. So my first choice, uh, you know, it probably in the last ten years would have been. To basically, I, I think to be a, a, an adventure writer or a travel writer. Nice. Um, that would have been <clears throat> hands down uh, the way I would have chosen to make money is to, yeah. is to be a, a travel, basically a travel blogger, I guess now. But, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's, it's stunning to me how many people are actually doing that and making oh. bank. It's crazy. Um, just posting their picture. You know, there's a, there's a whole thing called van life um where it, it's just a whole community of people that that basically live in their vans and, and travel the country and they have yeah. sponsors and they get paid and it, it's yeah. it's mind-boggling need, uh, that's pretty cool heck yeah um but now yeah. i guess probably in the last five years since i started coaching if i could be a college softball coach that would be my that'd be the last job i ever had Mm. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I actually really do enjoy working with the high school kids because I think there's, there's more of an opportunity to lay a foundation there. But 
I, I have this appreciation for the level of work ethic and commitment and, and um, drive that it takes to get to that college level. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a, I would just love to be a part of that. Would yeah. love to be a part of that. No, I can relate on that. I can yeah, relate. It's, it's uh, I can't imagine having a career like Matt, Mike Candrea, who's been doing it for 35 years or, uh-huh. or, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Tim, uh, I can't think of Florida or, uh, Heather Tarr or, uh, Patty Gas. So, I mean, these, these people have had impacted so many lives, especially mm-hmm. with the trickle down, you know, of the player and then what the player goes on to do and the people that they touch. I can't imagine another, another job other than being a, a teacher having that kind of impact on the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just something about the, that, that athletic mindset that appeals to me. I love that competitive driven. Um, nobody's going to outwork me mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about you? What's your, if tomorrow you could wake up and be whatever you want to be. <clears throat> yeah. I almost so, it, yes, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you, you should. No. no. <laughs> So, so when I was in college, uh, my senior year, I believe I had to take some classes, just get some credits kind of fell in. And, and I took a class that was called aesthetics to video and film production. Mm. And it was all about studying film, about the camera angles they used and why and the message and what it translated into the story and the, and the lighting the shadows and the, and and then and then of course the last part what the actor brought to the scene and how it was delivered and the way they moved and how it, you know all these things that we can say without saying anything at all right 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 um, and so so i started i started to, to watch movies in this like whole yeah. new light and through a different lens of like like i'd be watching a show and all of a sudden i'd be watching it thinking about like what, you know, I, I think about how I would be there behind the camera and how, right. what that took to set that up. And I was, I'd be like, Oh wow, look how they shot that angle right there. And look what they did. And look how they, look how they panned that. All these things of, of uh, the production side of it. Um, and, and then, and then of course I was watching actors. I was really watching actors like do their craft and like how you right. see these little, little uh, niches these different actors kind of have and how they deliver things and the different styles of acting, you know, method and all these different deals. Um, And, and so I just grew this huge craving for wanting to learn and and be around that more. Um, And, and what happened was, is that, uh, you know, I got in the event business. I got super busy with life. Then I had got married and then I had started having some kids and then all of a sudden, I was kind of just going on to the next chapter of life with, with the career right. stuff. But, but there was a moment when I left the event industry when I was kind of figuring out what my next move was where I was like, man, I would really like to get involved with film stuff. But it just – it was, uh, you know, wrong time, um, and I had responsibilities. And, and, uh, uh, but dream job. It would be in the film industry. Um, like I've – you know, as we talked about, I've, I've, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not claiming anything of – what the end product looked like or how good or good it was. Cause it was, I mean, it, I'm, it was, I'm a total, total amateur. It was um, good. But like, you know, I got involved with some really cool guys that had some skills on the camera and like, 
was writing and doing some directing and, and then I did some acting because I was like, well, if I want to make stuff, I want to be in it too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I was totally taking the, you know, Eastwood Costner approach of, right. you know, and, yep. and, but I love this stuff, man. I love it. Like, uh, it, it, it would probably be my number one dream job no being in the film side. And here's why. Not only are you trying to tell a story and you're trying to right. add meaning and heart and emotion and all these things and tell the story, but you get to be as the actor you get to be a lawyer, right? Yeah. You get to be a doctor. You get to be yeah. the policeman or the detective or the fireman, or you get to play out all these different roles. And if you want to be good at it, legit, these guys are studying right. these subjects yep. for a year ahead. Right. They're learning how to move, how to how to how to actually do things. They're learning the the, the terminology and the things that these people yep. do in these professions. So when they go to portray it, it's believable. Right. Um. And I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, it is pretty cool without without the risk of actually being a cop or a or a fireman yeah. or a, you know any kind of danger. It's it's all behind the camera and right. the camera and you get right. to go home at night for sure. And 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 it's like you get to experience all this stuff and make this story up and you're trying to make it believable and then somebody gets to sit down and watch it and enjoy it. And right. and I know I know when we did our short film stuff and some of the things we did when we, when I would be there and we'd be a crowd and we'd be showing it, it was so fun to watch yeah. how people reacted to it, you know? Sure. Yeah. That would um, be, I could, I could see that. Yeah. But that, that's probably, that's probably like my number one. My number two, um, since I've been an adult is, you know, like I'm a huge, like I love, uh, I love watching football and, um, and I love learning about the players who they are on and off the field. I'm really into coaches. I, like, like I have to like the coach before I can really like the team. Absolutely. Um, and and now you know with with the way it is is I I've I've got to kind of like the players off the field as much to want to root for them. But 100%. but just being able to go and play a game for a living like football. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and that's just the one I choose because that's the one I tune into the most. And, right. But well, watching these guys, I mean, like it, this is no joke. Um, before I had kids, and this is why I was working at the bank. There was, a, there was a neighbor kid. He was like 12 years old, good dude, um, and he didn't have a dad around, had a super awesome mom. But I would literally like come home from work, and either I would show up on his doorstep and be like, hey, can – I can't remember his name now. That's sad. Uh, Devin, I think it was, or uh, something. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I'd be like, hey, can Dev come out and play? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like – I'm like – 30 tossing the football 32 and I got my football in my hand I'm like hey can you come out and play That's oh he awesome. chilled on my doorstep hey is DR here can he come out <laughs> and we would go out and throw the football and it was all about like running routes and like sure. you know working on our quarterback skills and yeah. but we were just having fun I was being a kid again of course yeah but but um uh, but like but football you were, man you were, and you were doing something worthwhile for that kid yeah, and it was a ton of fun. And and uh but like playing football, being a professional athlete, like working out and working on that stuff and yeah. being part of that team dynamic and and uh you know, throwing the ball, catching the ball, making tackles, all that kind of stuff. Like I I, I dug football when I was like high school, but I wasn't super like drawn to it. I was a rodeo guy. And so yeah. I was like really focused on rodeo. But right. And I to be honest with you, I weighed a buck nothing and like yeah. you know, I was just like I wasn't uh, but as I got older I realized how much I craved it. And of course I would need to gain 
quite a few LBs and some muscle. Sure. But again, we're not talking about real life. Exactly. We're talking about the dream job. The dream job. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I was 6'6 six, six and 230. <laughs> ripped. You know, yeah. and I ran a, a four four forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I I remember playing uh, city league flag football in my twenties, and one of my buddies, he was about ten years older than me. He he literally thought he was still like super like cat fast, like he was back in the day, right? And it was so hard to to not say, dude, you're. Yeah. You're kind of slow now, man. <laughs> but but he thought he was still he thought he still had moves, and I'm sure that's how I am now too. I think I have moves. But. <laughs> that's funny. I, yeah, yeah. I I'm faster than I look. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it yeah. That way. There you go. There you go. Hey, uh, 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 underestimation has always been one of my one of my one of my weapons, right? Absolutely. It's like, that's always, that's always served me well. <laughs> yep, I'm a sleeper. <laughs> right? Yeah, nobody thinks this guy is going to do anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Although we do prefer to be called wiry, just so you know. Got it. Yeah. I grew up, <laughs> I grew up pretty, pretty little, actually. I was, even until I was probably 20, 28, I was only about, uh, about 180 yeah um and then and then life started happening and oh yeah desk jobs and all that <clears throat> right and boy, yeah. metabolism drops like so, a rock so what's what's another what's another dream job like if you can just do anything and you think it'd be like amazing so, to, to, to live it i i would have and it's funny it's 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 interesting to me because my my oldest son um who, who is uh, he's my stepson, but still I've had him for 20 years. Um, so he's 35 this year and he's actually doing the job that I wish I would have done straight out of the army. Uh, he's a wildland firefighter. He's on a, he's on a hotshot crew down in, uh, down in Elko. And um, I, that, if I would have been, if I would have been less worried about what people thought, I probably would have tried to be a smoke jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Coming, Dude, I know off, some... coming off the, the, the military and being, and being, you know, parachute, parachute qualified and all that kind of thing. Um, it felt that I, I, I wish <clears throat> I would have done that. Yeah. I know some, I know some bad dudes and dudettes yep. that, uh, have uh, been smoke jumpers. I know yep. one dude that I recently met. Um, he's local, in fact. He he trains. There's quite a few. He trains uh, uh, all the smoke jumpers. He's a trainer, and yep. he's he's a stud. Um, a gal that um, you know uh, back where we just moved from. She was a smoke jumper. I think her dad trained smoke jumpers back in the day. I mean, they're awesome. They're an awesome breed. That what they yep. do is amazing. And, and yep. it's crazy, yeah, man. Thank thank you know. Thankfully, we got those folks that are willing to jump out of planes and go get no it done. Yep, yep. And even even the like I you know the just the the hot shot crews and the the Type Two crews and all that. Just the hand crews that are out there. That's a that's a probably one of the most thankless jobs you could have. 
I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, you know, I mean, what are they, I mean, a lot of people think, well, what are they actually protecting? You know, most of the time there, there aren't a lot of structures around. Or people. Um, so they, there's a, there's a disconnect there, I think, for a lot of people that, that don't really understand the impact of, of what they do and, and how they do it and how long they do it. Um, it's, it's a grueling, grueling, uh, um, task. Man, I'm so thankful for them though, because what they're protecting is what I love, what exactly. my family loves. I mean, exactly. it's what we where, where we love to be. Yep. Um, so man, yep. Yep. there's it. nothing there's nothing sadder than walking through an old burn that's that's not old, but old, it's just it's just it's everything's dead. And then in a couple of years, you start seeing all this green popping up and and the, yeah. the renewal, but but man. It's tough for a while. Without them, I can't imagine what what the landscape would look like. Right, right. Yeah, no, for sure. It's crazy. For sure. For sure. So so that kind of leads into, um, you know, the jobs that, like you say, you go back, you'd be very interested in doing. That kind of leads into that. Um, sure. And, uh, um, you know, like, 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 like just flat out dream jobs. I think would be amazing. I, I will say, I will say this though. I'm going to mention one other one before I talk about the ones that I just really have learned to respect after being around them is being in the entertainment business. Uh, I think I counted up my lanyards one time and I, I gave them away the first couple months. Cause like some of the guys work security would always ask for mine. And I was always like, yeah, I don't care. Here, have yep. Give it to yep. me. And then all of a sudden I realized one day I was like, I really should keep those. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm gonna want to like frame them or make an album and show all these shows I worked right. So I, I gave away like I don't know too many, um, and then I kept them thereafter. And, and I think I counted up one time and I had well over a hundred some shows I did in five years. And of course, it was all types of events, but right. you know we did a lot of great concerts, big stuff, really neat stuff. Um, but but I I had the opportunity sometimes uh, whether it be like uh, setting up you know, the, the sound systems or whatever to like just dink around and go up on stage and do a little test one, test one, mic check, you know, and, uh, and it's pretty cool when you hear yourself in a big old arena over an arena. Yeah. And, and then there was, a, there was quite a few times where I remember, um, and I would be dealing with the, uh, tour or production managers. And sometimes those guys would be a little concerned about the size of crowd and, and the exiting the aggress of the crowd and you know and people been having a good time and making sure we had lights on as soon as we needed to get lights on so people were stumbling out of there sure. so a lot of times they would have me come with them and i would be behind stage yeah or stage left stage right and just kind of hanging off the edge of the stage sure in the dark there but i would literally like be on stage and i remember this was amazing dude i'll never forget this journey was oh, there wow. in the amphitheater and uh, the, the, the tour guy was like, I want you with me back behind the stage. And so, uh, when it's, when it's like on the last couple songs, I'm like, okay. And cause we had to fire up a bunch of big tower lights that were outside okay. generator type lights. And he was really concerned we weren't going to get them on quick enough. So I'm standing there and for like the last two songs, Scott, I'm literally standing behind the drummer. Yep. I can see over his shoulders, drum set. I felt like I was lit up in the spotlight, but you could see me. Sure. But I felt like I was part of the band, man. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd was like doing the lighter thing. And it was one of the slow bouts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know? When the lights 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, of course, I was just sitting there and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm a star. <laughs> but that's what it felt like. It, I, like. All of a sudden, I totally like understood what it must feel like to yeah. have a crowded ocean of people and you're sitting there playing and you're performing and entertaining. And I thought to myself, man, if I had some legit skills, right down, I, I'd been doing this, you know, and that what, how addicting can that be? Oh, I can't even imagine not to mention this. The, that's a grind, but yeah, man, the, I the life, the life is rough, man. The life's rough. Like that's, right. that's the part I would not be interested in is just traveling yep. and, you know, just, yep. but I mean, so much is the, the, the performing yeah. and the crowd, and the electricity yep. and the atmosphere and the energy. Yeah. Oh, that's addicting. So were you still there when Metallica played with, they had Volbeat open for them? I think it was 2010. No, 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 no. My, my, my run was uh, like 98 to 03. Okay. So One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It's funny because I've gotten to do things similar like that at um, at the Sundance Film Festival because of the places that we've stayed and they bring in all these these uh, these guys that that uh, for whatever reason you know like Richie Sambora he he came in and did a a little not unplugged but this private little little concert for just the people staying at that hotel um, so I got to see Richie Sambora I got to see Modest Yahoo. And I got to see uh, the lead singer for, not Third Eye Blind, I can't think of it, uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was literally like, same thing, standing off to the side, yeah. six feet from, from this guy sitting on a stool, singing, yeah. you know, <laughs> I Give Love a Bad Name or whatever it is. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it's, an, it's crazy. It was a lot yeah. of fun though. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing I did learn is like some of those artists that were mega stars um, were, some of them were just so down to earth and, and, and fun yep. to talk to. Um, yep. And then some, some of them were definitely prima donnas, like crazy, no like not, not enjoyable, but, no but um, what, what a neat way to make a living though, man, just yeah. being up on stage performing like that. And, I was surprised by Richie Sambora at how much he hated the songs that that band that Bon Jovi played. Oh, he hated playing the songs from those the eighties and nineties that the band played. He's like, yeah. God, I hate this song. <laughs> I was just like, that that made you who you are. You yeah, you you are who you are because of living on a prayer. Right, right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's for sure. But uh, so so switching gears. Um, so. One of the professions that um, that I really realized how much <clears throat> I respect, and it would be something that if I was to go back, that I would be very drawn to and probably pursue pretty hard is that is the medical field, um, the 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 nurses and all the staff and the people that help you get through things with your family, and then the doctors. I mean. I mean, there's definitely, I had, uh, I had probably half a dozen doctors come through the guest ranch and a few of them I became good friends with. They were repeat customers. Um, 
and neat guys, neat guys, but amazing stories they would share and the things that, you know, they'd been a part of and done and helping people. Um, but through, through my family's journey and all the things we've kind of dealt with, um, you know, I, oh man, just watching how some of these nurses, um, would care for your child and, 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 um, the compassion they would have. And, and then some of the doctors, just how they were amazing at what they did. Um, and I just, well, I learned to have such great appreciation for people in the medical field, especially like even now, but, but you know, it, it, it was, it was interesting. Um, there was times where we would be dealing with a doctor or someone and my wife would have to hold me back a little bit. Cause I'm not real good at faking it. I'm not real good at like oh, not sure. saying, calling somebody out when something's not going right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And sometimes, you know, doctors really, to be honest with you, some of the really, really good ones, they're, they're, they look at it more as just like, Hey, this is another job. This is another project. I'm going to do this, do my best. And they kind of forget it's your kid they're talking about. And right, right, you know, right. I'd, I'd be like, you're about ready to grab you, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, grab you by your collar and remind you who we're talking about here. And my right. wife would be holding me back. Oh, she'd tell, she'd tell I'd kind of be like rising up in my seat a little bit, you know, <laughs> but, 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 uh, but no, man, I, I, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for them because of what they do, the, the years, the grind, the study, and what they sacrifice, the position yeah. they even put them. I mean, so many of these medical students are coming out of school, and their debt's insane. Insane. And I, yeah. just, I just thank the good Lord for these folks that are that dedicated and disciplined to get to that point where they're helping people because they're amazing. And, yeah. and, uh, in, and now with what we got going on, I mean, right. they're, they're on the front lines in the battlefield right now. Right. And, they're every day they're strapping on, uh, you know, their armor and, and yep. they're, they're dealing with an enemy they can't even see. Yep. Um, and they're doing their best. And, and we gotta, we gotta really remember how amazing they are for well, what they're doing. And just think about the, the commitment of time. Yeah. If I told you that for the next 10 years, you have to pay me $40,000 a year. Woo at least <laughs> and oh, at the man. end you might pass the test right to be anything football player doctor whatever yeah who would do that <clears throat> who yeah. would put in, put in 10 years and not really not make a dime it's going to cost you and then know oh, that man. that if you don't make it you still got to pay me all that money yeah and if you do make it you still got to pay me all that money. Right. Yeah. It's, I can't even imagine putting that kind of commitment into anything, let alone um, a, a career path that is rooted in service mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and no, no real, uh, no, <clears throat> there's, there's no real fallback. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. Well, that's that's one that um, that I just really am and and, and super respect, super yep. drawn to. Love to talk to people who are in the medical field and listen to some of their stories, um, you know. And then you know a few others is uh, that I think are not appreciated near enough. And, and and I tell you, it's kind of scary because it's getting harder and harder and harder for them. Is that farmers and the ranchers, man? like farmers and the ranchers oh yeah yeah and i mean i mean that stuff doesn't just show up at the grocery store just right. 
you know, magically. Like there's people out there working for uh, their entire lives and, 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 and they're, they're producing and they're managing the land. And, and uh, those are definitely the uh, careers that I have some mucho mega respect for. Absolutely. If you're a family farmer, it's, it's, I can't even imagine because you're competing with massive global companies, mm -hmm. you know, being, and, and I remember when I worked at the, with the, uh, the beef plant, there were, uh, there were big corporate farms or, or, or uh, not farms, ranches. And then there were these little, little, you know, mom and pop ranches that have, you know, a couple hundred head of cattle. Um, and they, they're competing with these massive, you know, 2000 head ranches that are just pumping them out. Uh, and you know, one little hiccup, a hailstorm for a farmer and you're toast. Right. I, toast. Yeah. It's crazy. You, you remember, uh, you, you remember listening to, Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. There's a little glitch there. We just had, yeah. you, uh, um, you remember Paul Harvey, you, you heard that, uh, his farmer deal. I don't know if I heard it. You need to jump on Google and, and listen to that. Uh, I can't remember what it's titled, um, but it's it's about farmers and he's he's narrating through it in a voiceover. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. What about you, man? What 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 are uh, what are some others you just got just mutual respect for and just could see that being something that you'd have been drawn to? You know, I don't I don't really know. I. Uh... I've, I've, I myself have never like committed to a, to a, a long-term career. I've been, I've bounced around my whole life. I've never said, well, this is what I'm going to be. Right. And that, and that might I be wish a, I did that. I do too. That might be part of the problem. <laughs> I've, I've, I mean, literally I've had so many different jobs. Um, none of which really fulfilled me. Mm -hmm. um, I would do this what we're doing right now, the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. If I could do this in a way that helps people with their, um, and, and these are things that we'll get into eventually with, you know, um, business strategies and, and branding and marketing and, and things like that. I have mm -hmm. that in my background. I love doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, that would be, that would be, um, That'd be my, my next choice if it wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. Was, 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 so what about just the, the, the stuff that you just got much, much respect for? Because like, you know, the farmer ranchers and, and the no. medicine men are just things that I'm just, I just really admire anybody, for what their grit. Anybody, anybody in the service industry to me, um, you know, the waitresses and, and the servers and the, the, uh, the housekeepers in hotels and things like that. That's that again, thankless jobs. Um, right. It's funny. Cause I just had a, a friend of mine on Facebook post this, this tweet that somebody had put out and uh, it was, the kid was a um, pizza delivery driver and they're doing, they're doing pizza delivery now where they just drop it off on the doorstep and, and, and walk off. And he said, it's funny because it feels like because we're, we're not face to face interacting with them, 
it, it seems easier for everybody to just not tip us. And they don't realize that, you know, we make five bucks an hour mm. to drive and they're not, they don't, they're not, they're not tipping because they're not seeing them face to face. Like, thanks for handing me my pizza. Um, and so, right. you know, that, that whole industry is, um, even though most people use it as a, as a stepping stone to something else or something sure. better a side, side hustle, um, whatever, but the time you spend in that, uh, I, you know, I've bartended and it, that's brutal long mm -hmm. hours, thankless, you know, you got to deal with people that are upset about things that you really had no responsibility for. You know, if the food sucks, it's not your fault, but <clears throat> you're that, you're that person that catches it. Yeah. 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 You know, one other, uh, one other, and then you know, we'll kind of, kind of start wrapping it up. But one other profession that I almost went into because I was so drawn to it and I just, I, I think, uh, men and women in law enforcement. Yeah, for sure. Um, that has become such yeah. an unappreciated uh, career and job. And yet, yeah. man, I'm telling you, like, until you go do ride-alongs, until yeah. you go through the training, until you're put in the situation, I mean, that's really when you hear the, like, go walk in those shoes. Yeah. Until you do that, you, you, people just don't get it. They don't understand yeah. the decisions and the split-second decisions and the positions they're put in and, and you know, and, and – everything's stacked against them these days with some of the laws right. and you know, the way people view them. Yep. And yet, and, and there's no doubt there's, there's some, there's some bad eggs out there. No doubt that, that somehow got right. Um, yep. Guys that I'm friends with super awesome uh, law enforcement guys, they'll, they'll say straight up. Yeah. Some guys get through the, through the cracks and somehow Absolutely. they get there. But for the most part, man, most of these men and women are amazing individuals yep. and what they sacrifice and the luggage and the baggage, they, they, yep. uh, take with them and take home and take home. Yep. And, and they're dealing with, and, and to be honest with you, that was one of the biggest things why I kind of decided maybe, yeah. maybe I needed to try some other things first before I went ahead and jumped in because I'm, I'm, I'm real good at like taking work home anyway. Absolutely. Like I, I take on yes. what's going on yep. and, and I had some really uh, uh, special important people in my life that were like, Hey, DR, like, yeah. like, you know, I've been, I've been there, done that, did it my whole career. And like, I don't know if that's the right fit for you, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's definitely a special breed. I can't, I can't say that I would have been willing to do that. Um, especially because of that, that, uh, what you do bring home, you can't, you can't not. Right. And so even though it's not on a daily basis, you're not seeing all these traumatic things. Um, you know, if you do it for any length of time, that stuff's going to accumulate in your brain. And, and it's, that's, I can't, yeah. I can't, uh, I don't, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. Well, I'll tell you what, I tip my hat to Absolutely. all the men and women out there no that are patrolling the neighborhoods yeah. that are dealing with the things they're dealing with that are, that are just anybody who's putting a gun on yep. for a living to go to work. I'm going to tell you something. They are special, special people. And we better thank them more and more. Absolutely. Um, but uh, no, man, I tell you, you know, talking about some of this stuff, um, it's fun. It's, you know, it, it's always fun to dream a little bit, but, but, you know, the thing is you mentioned it. And the neat thing is, is that now some of the things I've been able to do, some of the things you've been able to do have yeah. been some of my dream jobs because I, because of the people I got to interact with, the stories right. I got to hear, the things I got to learn. Yeah. And, uh, and now, you know, um, 
being able to work like business and marketing. I love that stuff. Branding. Yep. I love that stuff. Just like you. And we get to talk Absolutely. about some of those things and work with some different folks on those. Yeah. Um, and, uh, building, uh, building the business that I'm working on now on the real estate. I mean, it's a challenge and it's something I'm, I'm enjoying because of and the marketing of it and connecting with people. And that's cool, man. And it's, and that's what motivates me and pushes me um, to keep striving and keep doing that. But uh, no, and, and, and it's, it's fun to talk about. And that's, that's something that I think we can both be very thankful for is we have those avenues. Yep. Well, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming of the future now. I'm dreaming of where this is going to go and what we're going to do with this and, and the people we're going to impact and help. And, and uh, I, I'm super stoked. So, hey, hey, y'all, we hope you have a great weekend. Um, enjoy, enjoy your families. Focus on the things you can do instead of the things you can't. Remember, so much of life is attitude and effort. And uh, be excellent in all of those things. Give your best to your friends, your family, and, 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 and your business. So, um, appreciate y'all and have a good one. Absolutely. Keep stepping. And, uh, like always, you know, you can, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and, uh, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Spotify, should be on iTunes soon. So give us a like or a subscribe and, and share it with your friends and, and, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Peace.